Welcome to Globe Nation with your host, Jason Everett. Maya Dunaway here with us. Uh, Maya, I tell you, I'm excited about you being with us uh, today, and let's just dive straight in. All right, so here's the thing. I believe there are three things that are a must for somebody to be what I would consider successful. Mm -hmm. Number one, I think somebody has to have a good personality. Absolutely. Uh, you got to be able to talk to people. Now, I'm going to tell you, I don't really... I, I'm not a person that in, would would be the first one that would sign up to go on stage and speak. Now I know you would say, well, you know, you always talk, but that didn't come naturally. Like I had rather be in a room by myself than on a stage speaking to fifty people. I get that though. I can but see that. This is this is an acting job, a little yes. bit, yes. and that is you got to perform for each person that you're in front of, mm -hmm. and that takes personality. Number two, I think you have to have some life experiences to pull from to help you be a more successful agent. Now, when I say experience, I don't believe you have to, you know, you, you don't have to be a dump truck driver and a, a surveyor and a telemarketer and all the things that I did mm -hmm. to make me successful. But I think you have to just have some experiences that you can pull from to talk to people about. Yeah. And I think that's important. Number three. I think you have to be in a in the right situation. Now, what I mean by that, I think you've got to make sure that you have support at home. I think you've got to make sure that you're ready mentally and, and, and spiritually for this. And then there's this thing that I don't know how to explain that I call the X factor. And I wish I could bottle up the X factor and sell it, but you just got to have it. And what I really think it is comprised of is it's when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired of being told that you're never going to make it in life, that you're being told you'll never amount to anything, and you're ready to prove them wrong. Or you have kids and you're ready to provide for them. Or you're ready to change the direction of your family. Those are the type of things I don't know how to... Had to really define it, but I think it's the X factor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think, yeah, for sure, because I was in that situation before I came aboard here. Like, I worked at Chick-fil-A for five years, and um, I loved it. I loved every piece of it, but at the same time, I wanted more. You know, when I moved here in 2009 to Little Rock, our office was by Chick-fil-A. So every day between my house and Chick-fil-A, <laughs> I, I went through the Chick-fil-A line every single day. I believe you. You know what I ordered? A chicken burrito um, with no egg and a large Coke. I call it bodybuilding. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, uh, I don't live by the Chick-fil-A anymore, so I don't <laughs> always go through that line. But, you know, it uh, it definitely helped. Now, let's talk about you, Maya, for just a second. Number one, you have a fantastic personality. I want you to know that you have one of those personalities that if – if I could duplicate it, it would, it would just be phenomenal because you have a wonderful personality. Number two, you have lifetime experiences. I hear you talk about these things all the time. Even at 22, 22, 23, right? 23, 23. you had a birthday. Even at 23, you have a lot of lifetime experiences you can pull from. You're, you're talking about when you used to go here, you used to do this, and that's, that's phenomenal. Number three, you have 
the right situation. You have a husband that has your support. You have a family that wants to see you change your life. And the most important thing, you have the X factor. And those are some things that I believe are important. So what I want you to do for just a minute, uh, I want you to, we always talk to two people on our podcast. Number one, those that are trying to validate, is this a good career? Should I, uh, you know, I've been watching them from afar. I've been thinking about, and, and here's the crazy thing. This past week, I had a person that contacted me mm-hmm. and they said, I didn't think this was a fit for me, but I keep listening to the podcast and I'm ready to go. I'm nervous, but I, you have validated that this is a good career and they came Absolutely. Uh, to, to work here. So I want you to talk to them. Number two, I want you to talk. You've had some rough weeks. Mm-hmm. You and I have had set downs where we've said, all right, we got to sit down. We got to, we got to uh, get you defunctified. And <laughs> we've talked through that. Uh, I want you to talk to that person because not every day is a great day. So first, let's talk to the person out there that wants to validate the career. Okay, yeah. Um, For one, it's totally normal to be scared. Absolutely. I was terrified. Um, But the one thing that I noticed was that there was something about this company that I've never felt before. Um, When I came to the group interview, I came in and... It was, it was strange, it was strange. Missy and I remember Jessica, were, they were doing the interview and they were talking about all the benefits of the career, of course, being your own business owner, of course, you know, making a great amount of money. But the one thing that I really wanted to see was your values. Mm. And I wanted to see what the company's spirit was about. So when she got to the very end and it was like, hey, we give back, we support our community, we helped whenever Valonia needed help. We went out there, we made burgers, we went to and served at the Little Rock homeless shelter, things like that, and then just the company in general giving. That is what hooked me. And Mm. so it's completely normal to be scared, but I knew, I felt a pull stronger than I'd never felt for anything. And I just wanted this. I literally ran home and my Tyler at the time, he was my boyfriend, but now is my husband, he was asleep. I literally woke him up and I was pacing back and forth in my room and I was telling him how much I wanted this mm. and that if Missy didn't call me back, that I was gonna cry. I wanted it so bad and I looked at him, I was like, I don't understand why I want this. I don't understand, but I feel such a pull, such a gravitation towards this. This career, this decision is gonna be everything that I've ever wanted and more. And so I just followed that gut feeling. I stepped out in faith and I just, every day just kept going just to make it work. Just because I know I owe it to myself to see. And I haven't come this far just to come this Mm. far. Oh, back it up, say it again. (laughs) Basically, I haven't come this far just to come this far, Jason. I love that. I know, I have it, I have it. You know, every morning, Maya is the first person in our entire agency to post motivation. Now, the crazy thing is, is that Maya works on the individual side of things. And so she's usually one of the last people that works at the end of the night. And this morning, it was somewhere around 440 that she posted her first motivational quote of the day. And here's what I feel. I feel like if I need to be the first one to like it. Okay. So even if I'm not really up, I still like it. So she thinks I'm up. Because she gets up at like 4.40 and goes and works out. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I, have to. I, go, I get up at 4.40 to go get donuts. 
That sounds good, too. It does. All right. So uh, you have revolutionized our agency as far as the individual market goes. I, I want you to focus on that. But now I want you to talk to the person that, you know, this is Friday morning. They've had a bad week. They may work here. They may work somewhere else. And they're thinking about throwing in the towel. Well, um, honestly, it goes back to, I remember one time, and this goes back to you, actually. Um, I remember one time I was, when I was in Worksite, before I had switched to the individual market, and you had came in and you said something that I literally use on a daily basis. And basically, you say, just get up, get dressed, and come to work. And so I remember that on my weeks where it's Friday and I haven't sold anything and my referrals are low and my presentations are low because the day, and I've noticed this, it's weird. The day that you want to throw in the towel and just stay at home is the day where it all turns around for you. And that's super, it's always that one day that you're thinking, oh, I don't feel good or I've had a very long week. I just want to lay at home. I just want to stay in the bed. Um, but basically I just tell myself my just get up and go to work and on those days that I feel that way I tell myself uh-uh that's why I have to get up at 4 a.m. to go to the gym at 5 a.m. because I'm just like uh-uh we didn't have a good week but you know what it's a, it's a decision we can make a decision to lay in this bed till 8 9 o'clock or we can get up and do what we got to do and I didn't get up at 4 a.m. just to be getting up at 4 a.m. that's right so you know the Bible talks about that and uh, little sleep, little slumber, a little turning in the bed. And poverty comes at you like a thief in the night. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've played in my head for a long time is, you know, you didn't, everything you got can be gone in a second because Satan comes to steal and destroy. And so if he can just convince us to lay in bed, He's got us. Yeah, it's just you know? a split-second decision. It's just yeah. a decision. That's why get up and get in the shower. Yes. Because once you get in the shower, you're committed. Yeah. Like. But maybe. you go in there and get you a bag of chips and sit in the <laughs> recliner. <laughs> Next thing you know, you'll be covering back up and uh, snoozing. Get up and get in the shower, get dressed, and go to work, right? Yes. Yeah. That's, uh, that's so true. So talk about the individual market and what you see as the opportunity there. Um, I honestly, I love the individual market. It is, it is more of me. It's more of my niche than anything else. The individual market, um, honestly, I love it. I'm my own business owner, but then at the same time, I control my schedule. Um, I utilize the system to my schedule. So I know the system well enough to where I can kind of do whatever I need to do to make sure I have a productive week. But the individual market, you can be virtually from home, working from home, or you can be field. I, we started off virtually completely, and now we have moved to a complete hybrid office. And I now go out to people's homes. So it's an endless pool of opportunity for sure. Mm, it really is. So, <clears throat> Maya, what I want to do is I, I want to go through a list of 10 things that I believe it takes to be successful in this business. Okay. And I want your input. Okay. Okay. First one, take action immediately. Oh, yeah. Why is that important? 
Well, just like, you know, the bed thing, like you sometimes you gotta jump out of bed, otherwise you'll throw the covers back on and get all cozy and go right back to sleep. So taking action, because anyone can talk about it. You can always talk and be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do this, but you're just talking. Let me see your action. If it's worth doing, do it now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Take action immediately. Why wait? Who wants to wait to win? Win now. All right, number two. You have to have targets. Yes. Winners set goals. You got to have a target. What's a target you have right now in your life? Uh, well, right now my target is to get promoted to agency director. That is... <laughs> that's good. I like that. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's good. That's my target right now. Never reduce a target to whatever is necessary to achieve it, but have a target, right? Right. Number three, keep score. Right. Why should we keep score? Um, keeping score, basically knowing your data, knowing your numbers. Yeah. You know, last week I coached somebody, and I, I pulled up some dashboards, and I coached them. And I said, here's your problem. Your problem's right here. And they've already closed two cases since then. Yeah. Yesterday, I coached somebody, and I said, here's your issue. Today, 200-person case. Right. It's important to keep score because then you know if you're winning or not, right? Mm -hmm. So at least you know if you're in the right direction. All right. Now, 80% of our time during the workday has got to be on things that make us money and make sure that 20% of our time is spent on things to help us do the 80%. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we, we shift that. We spend 80% of our time shuffling papers right. and only 20% of our time actually making money. So mm -hmm. we gotta make that shift. What's your thoughts on that? I actually think that's completely valid. Um, one thing that I've tried to adapt, especially recently, is being at home when I'm at home and then being at work when I'm at work. You you, you must be listening to this podcast because we just talked about that. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. I listen to this yeah. podcast. Wherever you are, be all there. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. Yeah, that's good. So uh, that's why I get most of the time I'm really focused here at the office. So when I'm focused, my face is very just flat, just focused. And Missy had to pull me aside the other day and was just like, hey, I know you're focused, but you got to fix your face. You got to fix your face. <laughs> wow, that was rude. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. I think this is the hardest thing for a lot of people to do. Make a decision quickly, and it's okay to say no. That is a hard. That is very hard for a lot of people to do. I struggle with that sometimes myself. It's okay to say no. Yeah. You know? Uh, hey, can you do this? No, I can't, and here's why. And, and, you know, I think one of the things that's real easy on that, especially when you don't have a time clock, is people look at your schedule as well, you're flexible. You can do this, you know. Hey, can you beat the cable man at 2 o'clock on Tuesday? No. It's okay to say no. Make a decision quickly. Number six. You got this one down. You ready? Okay. Beat the sun up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a morning person all day long. I love it. What time do you get up every day? Uh, mostly, I get up at 4.30. 4.30. Is... There's two 4.30s? I knew about the afternoon 4.00. There's one in the morning. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, my. that's the one. 
I've adopted that one. Uh, have you ever heard of Eric Thomas? I have. Yes. You, you, you post him every morning. I love Eric Thomas. I'm going to go see him in September in Chicago. The hip-hop preacher. Yeah, I love Eric Thomas. He gets yeah. up every day at 3 a.m. I love it. Are you trying to get to 3? That's my goal. i got to be proficient and constant getting up at 4.30 first. <laughs> <laughs> get an early start on the day. Number seven, repeat successful actions. You know what's crazy in this business? is that a lot of times we stop doing the things that make us successful. And we drift for a little while and we say, I'm not having the success I used to have. Hmm. I wonder if I quit doing something that was making me successful. And you know what's crazy? A lot of times, the things, that it's just small things that were making you successful and you stop doing them. And you don't even realize you stopped doing them for a little while. And then you're like, hey, I need to start that back up. Yes. And uh, so, you ever have anything like that? Of course, yeah. I've had little things that I've done, um, and then I, over time, stopped doing, and then I was like, whoa, wait a minute. This will make, I dropped this little thing, and I need to pick it back up, mm. because it helped a lot, the system. Number eight, this is kind of what you were just talking about. Cut out the nonsense. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember what it is that Sarah says uh, when she says that I've been doing a lot of nonsense. <laughs> I remember what my football coach called it, but I can't say those words on here. Uh, but hobnobbing, that's what it is. Sarah calls it hobnobbing. You've been hobnobbing too much. I think there's a lot of people that hobnob too much. Right. I'm going to have to look up the definition of that, make sure that's a... Okay, word to say hobnobbing. I think that should be fine. I think that should be fine. But that's very true. I think a lot of people um, give their energy and their their energy and their attention to a lot of things that honestly isn't beneficial. And it's just all around just negative mm. and allowing that negativity into their lives. So I've, especially with this year, 2022, I've been very careful of what I let in my space and even had to remove some friends in order to keep that peace because my mental health is what niche that yes <laughs> <laughs> niche hobnobbing <laughs> but yeah mental health is extremely important and that's something that i've been making sure i make a priority is it's being selfish with me and be like look you can't have that you can't have that part of me that's me and yeah. i want that it's 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 so true it is Definitely. You, you know, you, <laughs> number nine, again, this is something the Bible talks about. Acknowledge strangers and love everybody. Mm-hmm. How often in life do we do we ignore the person that's not like us? Doesn't dress like us, doesn't look like us. You know, you and I, we look kind of different, right? <laughs> we're We're completely opposite. But I happen to say that you're one of my favorite people, Aww. you know? Yeah, yeah. You're my you're my niche. <laughs> Makes me feel so good. So, what do you think about that? Knowledge strangers. I think that's something that everyone can work on, especially me. Especially me. Um, I want to work on basically every aspect of myself, and then I know that the way that you grow into yourself is by simply serving others. Mm. And so, 
when you learn how to put yourself aside and serve others, you learn more things about yourself you didn't even know. Yeah. Don't hear this as using people, but I believe everybody falls into one of four buckets. Number one, especially in our business, do they need what we have? Mm -hmm. Do they need to work with us? Mm -hmm. Do they know somebody that needs what we have? Mm -hmm. Or do they know somebody that needs to work with us? Mm -hmm. Everybody falls into those four buckets. Right. So another reminder of why we need to love everybody. But in addition to that, we need to love everybody because it's the right thing to do. Right. right. And you help enough people get what they need and you won't have to worry about yourself. Right. And the last one. And I think this is where a lot of people are left behind. And that is, it's time to be courageous. You must make a hard decision to live a better life. Anybody can go with the current. Mm -hmm. But it takes somebody that says, I'm not going to go with the current that goes against it. It's just like peer pressure. Right? If you always fall to peer pressure, your life's not going to turn out good. You got to make the hard decision and say, you know what? I'm not going to, to do that. I know everybody else is doing it. I know all the cool kids are doing it, but I'm not. And if you think about that, how that kind of goes into our life, well, what's the normal thing to do? Normal thing to do is go get your job, make you about $15 an hour. <laughs> right? Yeah. $300. You know, I'm bad at math. $500 a week, taxes taken out, $375 taken home, and then say, I don't understand why I'm living like this. Right. So you make a hard decision now so that you can have easier decisions then. Or you make the easy decisions now, $15 an hour is easy decision, sign me up, and live a lifetime of heartache and so i'd rather make those hard decisions early on right. and that's what you've done 22 years old is when you started yes i believe with everything in me that you can be a millionaire by 32 that's the goal that's the goal wouldn't that be awesome That'd 32 be awesome. year old millionaire if i stayed by your side absolutely. absolutely let's do it and then one day i want you to go way in front of me Leave me in the dust. <laughs> All right. So, Maya, I'm going to kind of just, with three minutes to go, okay. give you the floor. Who do you want to talk to? Who do you want to think? I mean, honestly, I just, um, I want to thank everyone that's poured into me. Because these past, it'll be two years in October. So, two years officially working for the company in October. But in that two years, in this last year, just that alone, I've been able to grow so much by people pouring into me like you and Missy and my parents and of course my husband I have to give Tyler credit I would not be here without him and without his support because there was a time when I was studying for my tests um, I was unemployed I had bought a car in May I started trying to take this test in May I didn't pass till October but I wanted this that's how bad I wanted this mm. I stayed taking I took my and this is not normal, but I took my health four times. <clears throat> I said, I questioned it every time I failed, but I remember how I felt after that interview. I remember 
that pull. And I remember praying to God and asking, like, look, I just need you to, I just, I don't know what I need. I need you to just help me. And it was so amazing because he had positioned people in my life, like Tyler. Um, he had positioned them in my life in order to do everything. He paid my bills. Wow. For four months while I was taking this test. So think about that. That's a somebody that has your back. Yeah. Can you imagine the people, though, that have a spouse that is constantly nagging at them? Oh, I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Because this career is already mental enough. And then, you know, when you go home, your home should be your peace. So I'll just say this. There might be somebody in the car today. And, mm-hmm. and maybe their spouse is with them. And maybe their spouse has been a little bit of a, a drag. Mm-hmm. You know, how much you make today? Right? Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Stop. You're loved one will never make it in this career if you don't learn how to start encouraging them better right you know sarah was fine with apple pie she was fine with some lye soap back in the day (laughs) but i've seen a lot of people's careers destroyed by their spouse Spousal support so important. Don't take it for granted. All right, 30 seconds. Okay, so, I mean, of course, Missy. You, Missy, Omar, Seth, you guys have been a huge help. It's just this foundation of family that I've created here at the company that those weeks, those things, those days that I don't want to keep pushing, I remember to myself that, hey, we got to keep going. We got to move forward because this is just the beginning. We're only we're only one year in, mm-hmm. and we've already grown so much. So I'm super excited. New office that. coming. Yeah, you excited office. about that? I'm super excited. We're heading to Maumel, Arkansas with our new office. We'll yeah. be headquartered out of there. That'll be fun. Yeah. They're putting up part of the sign today. I got to figure out what food places are around there. Cause you know hey, I, I want to tell lot. you something. All of the good food places around there. Awesome. Yeah. So lunch is on you, right? The first day we're there. Yes. Okay. U.S. Pizza right there. They have good salads. See, have- aren't you amazed that I actually know about a salad? <laughs> I have witnesses now, so they can testify that you said you paid for yeah. lunch. Yeah, there's a little CC's right there. It'd be a great place. A little CC's. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you for joining us today on Globe Nation. Have a great day, and remember, let's all make tomorrow better. Globe Nation with host Jason Everett is a weekly podcast that focuses on motivation and skills to help you build a career in the insurance business. Turn on your notifications and join us each Friday as we dive into Globe Nation.